0: now starts the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Albin. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music,
1: life, and culture. different eyes.
2: Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha and this is the Guitar
0: Gurus, and with me always is... Hey, Dan Albin here. How you doing tonight, bud? Doing good, man. Doing real good. Wow
2: dude It's Tuesday man It is Tuesday Dude a lot's been happening It's been a couple weeks Since we've been on Doing the show On air Thursdays um, So we were out The last week Apologize to the audience For that But had a family emergency Come up And we just couldn't Tape on Tuesday Um and that's where we're at with it. We rescheduled Parker Barrow to be back on the show the week of August 18th. So we'll tape the interview on the 18th, and it'll come out on the 20th. Hey. So that's already rescheduled. Nice. We're going to do the Ibanez Guitar of the Week, um, review it on that show, plus the, the other guitar for that week. So that week we're going to have two. Oh, wow. And we'll do something cool with that. So All right. All right. it's going to be cool. I'm excited about that. Just wanted to get that out there to open. And then now it's Tuesday night, the week of... August 4th, and dude, how the day started out this morning, I can't believe we're sitting here taping the show tonight.
0: <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, there was a there was a point during the day where I was going to hit you up and say, I'll just call it in tonight. <laughs> right, right. And, then, and then, then 1 o'clock, the sun's out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, wow, here we are. Sun's out, it's muggy, hot. Right. It's, it's August again. Right. Just like that. It was two tales of two different situations, man. Yeah, so the remnants of the hurricane came through Southern
2: Maryland this morning on, yeah. the, on our tape Tuesday. Oh, wow. So shout out to all the peeps in St. Mary's County that are affected by the storm. Yeah, First was, and foremost, man, I hope you're safe. I hope you get everything taken care of, man. And wow, man, Mother
0: Nature just can't, it's just unrelenting, man. <laughs> yes, she is, man. She's, she's something else. That's right. She's, she's in me. charge. Let's never forget that.
2: That's a, that's a fact. So um, since we didn't have a show last week, I'm gonna um, crack the first one of the night and yeah. in honor of Mother Nature. What do you think? Yeah, that let's now? let's double tap. Oh, you want to double tap? Yeah. for Mother Nature. Hopefully, she'll take it easy on us the rest of the year. Uh, that's what this is all about. All right, dude. One, two, three.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: dude. That's right. For Mother Nature, man. We Enjoy it.
0: We haven't done that in a while. The old double tap.
2: That's old school, man.
0: Yeah, but this is good, man. It's good to be back, and uh, I mean, you know, we rarely miss a week, but sometimes we have to. And That's life. Life is life is what is what it's all about, and uh, I'm. I got to tell you the truth. I, I've I've lost my voice twice in the in the last week. Wow. Two times. What happened, man? And I'm I'm just getting it back again for the second time, and I'm I'm not gonna go over the top tonight, so I'm just going to be really relaxed. Sure. And instead of me trying to do all this like I always do, yeah. I'm just going to talk normal and take it easy. I got a lot of straining in my throat. It's sinuses. Alright. My sinuses drained into my throat and then as a result, I got hoarse and my vocal cords were hurting. Wow. And that was it. I got you. And as soon as I got it back, of course, the weekend came, and here I am, like, oh, wow, I get to go out and play for the first time since March. (laughs) Right, right. So guess what I did? I drank. Just crushed those vocal cords again. Right, right. Just just from talking to people. Mostly, because I was excited to be out, and I'm talking louder, because you have to stand further back away from people. So you're forcing yourself to talk louder. Right. Because you're not right up on each other.
2: And wearing a mask.
0: Yeah, so you're like... You're eight, ten feet away, yelling when you shouldn't even be trying to strain that hard. So here I was Saturday, Sunday, again, barely like if, for the older folks. If you remember the Bobby Brady episode of the Brady Bunch, <laughs> where his voice changed, that was me. It was terrible. I was like, I can't talk about that. I still can't talk. I... Yeah, so I can't. I can't do all that. But wow, you know. man. Well, how was the show? The show was amazing. Okay. Amazing. Incredible turnout. I couldn't believe it because okay. the weather Friday was horrible.
2: Right. Well, when I went to pick up the Guitar of the Week, I saw Jack at Island, and I was like, dude, I, dude, I, is the show going to happen tonight? Because it was raining, and I know how, how Toots is set up. So I was like, I don't know, dude. I get on the phones and find out, so that way you all can plan a pro, sure. a, a,
0: accordingly. They said, go ahead, and it was 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, all right. The lightning and the thunder subsided and it was still kind of raining and uh sure enough by the time we got there and got set up it was all all out of the way and nice there were there were plenty of people out there you know they they have it set up nice so not everybody was on top of each other They had tables spread out and people were staying at their tables and it was a great turnout i got to see a lot of people i haven't seen in a while and well when you were sitting at a table could you take your mask off was oh, that yeah. a
2: rule? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes it tolerable. I mean, as long as you don't have to have your mask on at your table.
0: Yeah. And the, the cops did show up at one point and hung out for a while oh, to yeah. make sure people were compliant. I know. That's the world we live in. now.
2: Dude, why don't you go out there and solve other crimes?
0: So we weren't getting shut down. They were They were just kind know, of just, just nosing checking around. on things. Just
2: nosing around. So, mean, dude, I'm all for it. Dude, I think people can fucking responsibly go watch a band play without law enforcement showing up to make a fucking mass check. Right, dude, <laughs> dude, set up a speed trap. I'm more impressed with that. Right. You know? But anyway, that's, anyway. that's a subject for another day. That's a whole you know? different
0: animal. But thanks to all the fine people that came out uh, to Toots, and thanks to Toots for being such gracious hosts. We actually got to play... Uh, Almost thirty minutes past there, a uh, lot of time. Nice, and we were just we had to have much of a good time we were having, and everything was going well. Sound was sounding good then. Oh, it was... that always makes it easier to get extra time. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, okay. touche. Hey. Right, but as you know, all the gigs that we've played in this band for the last two years, I think that was the, probably the best sounding and best executed amongst uh, all the. All the fine folks in the band That's cool man The execution was incredible Jack, so.
2: Jack was on point Hitting all the, all
0: the marks and I told this to Jack after the show I looked at him and I said And you know This is the tightest me and you have ever played nice. So far So we're clicking Because he's only been there in the band since December Right And then we only got three months Before we got shut down for four months Right I know man And uh, we're we're clicking now yeah, I didn't have to keep staring at them and making those mean faces I make. It went, it went great. That's awesome, man. That's good stuff, man. Speaking of Jack and Island music, man,
2: I got the new issue of Music, Inc. and in the Mail. Um, if anybody's not familiar, that's an industry magazine for um, music retail. Yeah. Um. And- Guess who's in the in the magazine, man? Oh Give it wow. Up for our boy Jack. Jack no, let me pull it up here on this page so you can see it. Came Jack. in the it came in the mail and I, I I was flipping through and when I found the article I immediately took a picture of the article in the magazine and sent it to Jack. Wow. And I said, dude, this is cool, man. He made the magazine. Yeah. If I could find the page, dude, so it's all, it's all, I, I should have flagged it, but I wanted to keep it nice. But it's real cool. Give me some soothing tones. Yeah, he's fight. thumbing,
0: he's thumbing through this publication right now, trying to find a page that features our very own local guy Jack McNutt here. And uh, I can't wait to. I didn't I had I had no idea about this. And uh, the guy's doing stuff, man. He's he's uh, he's he's a great guy in the community. You get milk, most, of y'all know him. Most of y'all bought stuff from him. And I'm happy to say that he is uh, one half of the uh, rhythm section that I'm involved in. So, my drummer man, Jack Look, there he is, dude. And Matt, right. Matt's
2: on there, and then Caleb, too. Wow. So, all three of them are holding up guitars at Island, and it's just how they have... It, the article's about how music stores adapted to the COVID crisis. Nice. So, I was stumbling through the magazine, because I read all the stuff, and I was like, oh, man, that's really cool, because... This isn't a mainstream publication where everybody's buddy's going to send someone a picture, but I get this magazine from my days of music retail. I always keep it because this is a really cool magazine. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. And then when I was flipping through there, I was like, oh, look at that. That's really cool, man. So shout out Jack McNutt. Shout out Iowa Music. I'm reading the articles, man. It's really cool to see you guys out yeah. and about in these different publications. Yeah, he,
0: he definitely reads it for the articles.
2: And the gear. I got to stay up me. on the
0: gear. <laughs>
2: but, dude, man, we we've had a busy two weeks. It was great catching up. Anything else you got to get into be, uh, catching up wise before I preview what's on tap tonight?
0: Um, I don't. I have some news, but I'm, I'll share it next week. Okay, yeah, because it's not quite there yet, but it's it's going to happen. I just haven't done my homework. I, I've been given responsibilities and I haven't had time to do it, <laughs> or else I could have better news this week. But I'll have better news next week. All right, it's big for Fair me. Feels for the good. band, huh? For the band? Well, no, I mean indirectly, but me personally and the band indirectly, and this show indirectly. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Let's do it. I can tease it if you'd like. Yeah, tease it. All, All right. right. So I don't, I don't even know about this. I, no, you don't. I haven't told anybody because right. I haven't got it together yet. Right. Um, I was contacted by the St. Mary's Arts Council, uh-huh. our good friends over there, Wednesday and all those right. fine folks, and uh, I'm up for uh, Featured Artist of the Week. Nice, yeah. So I get to put a little package together to sell my my wares, so to speak, and that's pretty cool. That is. Cool. I don't yeah. get to do things like that. People <laughs> usually pick you to be on oh, their they, shows they, and. They... They, you know, you get to you get to cross cross pollinate on other shows, right, right? Usually, I'm just like the afterthought, right? But I get this, so cool. Once it's all uh, ready to go, we'll we'll put it out there, and I think it'll be fun. Hey, man, that's awesome. That's the community support that I
2: really, really love. Man, shout out to Wednesday Davis and the St. Mary's County Art Council, and definitely Brandy Blackstone from the town of Leonardtown. Absolutely, shout out both of those cats. They're doing, doing the work down there in the, in the county and definitely thinking of you guys with all the damage out there, and I hope your homes are okay. Yeah. And if they're not, I hope they get repaired promptly and professionally. But, wow, that's cool, dude. Real yeah. cool. All right, dude. Well, t- this week it's episode 83 finally, um, mm-hmm. and we're going to start off things like we usually do. In just a moment, we're going to get Mr. Higgins on the phone for Higgy on the beat for the – for preview the 10-ounce, 12-pack sampler yeah. let's see what else is happening. It's going to be real cool. Higgy on the beat this week. Then we're doing the Island Music Guitar of the Week this week, and it's that really cool, made-in-Japan, traditional 50s Stratocaster. Mm. I love Japanese fenders, and this, this this Strat fits the bill, and the price is definitely very appealing. Very appealing. For I'll what start thinking can.
0: about this right now. Right.
2: Cool. And then after that, we'll get Sean Kirkpatrick on the phone for Sean in 60 Seconds. Check in with him, see what's up. Then we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and get Dylan Galvin on the phone and talk to him. It's been a little over a year since we've had him on the program. Yeah. we are check in with him and see what's new in his world. He's doing a bunch of cool videos, explaining microphones and different things. He's, he's really out there on social media, and I think that's kind of like what artists really are going to have to embrace going in the future is really just being more socially active on the social media. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that before we fired up the show about how different how I what I envision what bands should do in the future to get more and get engage, more engagement from their fans if shows are real limited. And when we were talking about, it would be really cool.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll have to make that happen.
2: Yeah, man, that would be real cool but dude that that's the show this week what do you think about that it's gonna be a great show everybody well cool dude give me some soothing tones i'm gonna get mr um higgins on the phone from the from the southern maryland chronicle we'll do higgy on the beat that's
0: right Uh, let's get it on it's episode 83 southern maryland guitar guru show david higgins from the southern maryland chronicle coming right up with higgy on the beat
2: yeah good evening gurus hey higgy what's happening buddy not much what's going on brothers Hey, man, dude, I I still can't believe we're doing the show tonight compared to how the day started out this morning, man.
3: Right? It went from from hurricanes and a hurricane to a tropical storm to tornadoes left and right to 80 degrees and sunny. (laughs)
0: That's right. All in
3: the span of about nine hours.
0: They say in Maryland, if you don't like the weather, just wait a few Link. minutes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you could certainly do that today. <laughs> right, man. Wow, wow, wow. Well, dude, jump
3: into it, man. Let's go, all right? All right. Good evening, Southern Maryland. I'm Dave Higgins for Higgy on the Beat, coming to you live from the Southern Maryland Chronicle Newsroom, where I've been mobile most of the night. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> this weekend looks to be in the mid to upper 80s with a slight chance of rain both days as usual. So let's get started with what's on tap this weekend in Southern Maryland with your 10-ounce 12-pack sampler, courtesy of Linera. And it's actually a 10-pack sampler this week because, you know, given what the storm was doing, people weren't quite sure.
2: Right.
3: Um, so, all right, Friday, Tiki barn Solomon's. We got Tickle Me Emo at 7 p.m. All right. Taphouse 1637 is hosting Hit or Miss at 8 p.m. Oh, shit. Hit or Miss. Nice. Yep. And Never Too Late will be at Toots Bar at 8 p.m. also. All right. On Saturday, Mr. Josh Earhart at 2 p.m. will be at the Running Hair Vineyard in Prince Frederick. Cool. Second Hand News, which is a Fleetwood Mac cover band, will be at the Running Hair also at 7 p.m. All right. Wild Good will be at Toots Bar at 8 p.m.
2: Oh, look at them. They're back playing. That's cool to see yep. them out there.
3: Our buddies over at Three day three Days of Rain will be at Seabreeze at 8 p.m.
2: Right. Do we know if Seabreeze took damage today?
3: Big time. Yes, they did, but yeah. their loyal customers showed up at 12 o'clock when they reopened and cleaned the place right up.
2: Wow. All right. So that show's on. All right. Yes. Cool.
3: Our buddies over at Hydra FX will be at Last Drop Country Bar at 8 p.m. All right. And the Justin Taylor Band, which they have not played around here in a while. Justin Taylor hasn't played around here in a while. They will be over at Eight Hangers Bar and Grill at 9 p.m
2: oh wow here we go quick tease Justin Taylor's on the show next week go on Higgy
3: (laughs) (laughs) and on Sunday as of right now I've got one thing and it'll be at Seabreeze we got drive train at 3pm All right. Uh, so when going out in public please wear your mask when social distancing is not possible let's help keep our restaurants and bars open uh, by abiding by these simple steps just to help prevent the spread of COVID whether you agree with it or not it's if the health department walks in and sees people not doing it, the owner of the restaurant or bar is going to get fined and possibly shut down. Right, it's as simple as that. You know, they want you there so you can have a good time with your friends, but they've got to follow rules that they don't make, and it's their license, their business. So
0: that's right. That's-
3: um, if you're going to partake in any drinking, please have a DD or at least use an Uber or Lyft, and as always, support local music.
2: Yeah, man, it's real cool to see the schedule this week, seeing all the bands that have been on the show, back out yeah. playing. Well, it's nice
3: to see the bands coming back now and not just acoustic acts.
2: Right, yeah. It's
3: you like, know, when they, when everything first started opening back up, it was just acoustic stuff because they, couldn't, they could only do, you know, indoor. There was only so many people. They didn't have the outside seating yet, set up yet, you know.
2: Yeah, it's cool.
3: So, all right, this... Today in music history, which will be August 6th, 1960, Chubby Checker appeared on the U.S. TV show American Bandstand and performed The Twist. The song went to number one on the U.S. chart and again 18 months later in 1962. It is the only song to go to the top of the charts on two separate occasions.
2: <laughs> yeah, Chubby Checker. <laughs> <laughs> 1981,
3: Miss Stevie Nicks released her first solo album, Belladonna, which contained four top 40 U.S. hits. Stop Dragging My Heart Around with Tom Petty, Leather and Lace with Don Henley, Edge of
2: Seventeen,
3: and After the Glitter Fades.
2: Dude, that's like an all-star collaboration album. Oh, yeah. Right there. yeah
3: I that's... love when you see albums like that, where you know, it's got like 18 songs on it or something like that, and every one of the songs is with some other megastar.
2: Right, but the, at that time, they were like, they were like, just whatever. <laughs> Not the yeah. That band. Party. All right, 1988.
3: 1988. Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses' debut album, went to number one in the U.S. after spending 51 weeks on the chart and selling over 5 million copies. Singles on the album, Sweet Child O' Mine, Welcome to the Jungle, and Paradise City were all top 10 U.S. hits. Worldwide sales now stand in excess of 28 million, and the album is the best-selling debut album of all time in the U.S., beating Boston's debut album, Boston, which has gone 17 times platinum. Wow.
0: I remember
2: those Dude, days. We're never going to see numbers like that ever Dude, again. No,
3: you're not going Netflix. to. Now, now it's all going to be digital sales. You know, who, they're going to have to come up with some kind of, uh, you know, it, com, al- comparative thing.
2: Albums are kind of like going away. The artists are just releasing yeah. song by song now.
3: Well, yeah. Now, now, I mean, that's how you can buy. It. Like, you go on Apple Music, you can buy them by the song, or you know, but I or remember- if you subscribe to Apple Music, you pay ten bucks a month and you can get whatever yeah. you want
0: but uh, i was 14 yeah. when this came out and it it just set it it changed everything when this came out as a young teenager man it was that was that was, it blew to me, me that was
3: the golden age of rock for me
0: yeah
2: it was amazing you know? yeah i remember it man it this awesome. this
3: was leading up you know it was the it was still the hairband era but it was leading up to the grunge era coming in
2: yep
0: yep
3: you know and then pretty much after that, music sucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could do, do three shows about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. In 2004, Rick James was found dead at his Los Angeles home. Known as the king of punk funk, James scored the 1981 U.S. number no. 3 album, Street Songs, and the 81 U.S. number no. 16 single, Super Freak Part 1. Mm. In the late 60s, James worked as a songwriter and producer for Motown, Working with Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, addicted to cocaine, he admitted he once he once admitted to spending seven thousand dollars a week on drugs for five years.
2: God, how can your body handle all that? That's the remarkable. Apparently, it
3: couldn't. It didn't. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I I mean, no. I mean, how do you last one week doing that? Let alone years. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, wow. I mean, dude, it's just impressive. That's impressive. I mean, it's. I, I, that it I happen, had a but... Sunday fun
3: day this past week, and I was hurting yesterday morning. I don't know how you could do that every day.
0: I, I don't know. Did man. it cost seven thousand oh. dollars?
3: No, it only cost me about sixty. <laughs> now that, there was there was steam shrimp involved with it too.
0: <laughs>
3: there we go. Pictures of beer and steam shrimp for twenty bucks.
0: <laughs> Living Jeez. the good life, the charm life, my friend. Right?
3: Yes. All right, born on this day, 1928, Andy Warhol, pop artist and producer, the founder of the pop art movement, produced and managed the Velvet Underground, designed this 1967 Velvet Underground and Nico Peeled Banana album cover, the Rolling Stones Sticky Finger album cover. Warhol died on February 22nd, 1987, after a gallbladder operation.
2: Oh, really? Damn, that's a shitty way to go. yeah
3: 1952 American musician and songwriter Pat McDonald from 10 Buck 3 who had the 87 UK number 21 single The Future's So Bright I Gotta Wear Shades he formed a duo with his wife Barbara K. McDonald who has co-written songs recorded by Aerosmith Cher Joel's Holland Billy Ray Cyrus Sakuro Keith Thurman Imogen Heap Stuart Copeland and Peter Frampton that's
0: cool nice
3: 1972 jerry hallowell for a ginger spice the vocals from the spice girls who scored the 96 uk number one and 97 us number one single wannabe plus seven other number one singles she left the group on june 7th 1998 and her first uk solo number one single was 1999's me chico latina latino hallowell has scored more uk number one hits than any other female artist wow
0: mm. did not know that
3: I did not know that either till just then, yep. and I wrote this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lord,
3: it's been that kind of day. I yeah. understand it,
2: man, and you're running on fumes too.
3: Yes, I am running on fumes. I've been up since about two thirty ish. All right, the only birthday that I know this week in Southern Maryland uh, would be Chris Klontz He is the husband of Kelly Klontz Both of them are professional uh, drag drag bike racers based out of MDIR.
0: Okay. Okay. Can I throw? Uh, can I your- throw one out that, that they hit us with late tonight? Sure.
3: No, you can't do that.
0: Okay, you, fine. You didn't
3: get it in in time. <laughs>
0: fine. <laughs> Who fine. You got? All right, this one goes out to Rock and Rob Layman, man. Oh yeah, Rock and Rob. Yeah, super super fan yeah. and bandmate Jim Kobe threw this at us this evening to make sure yes. we mentioned it because we love Jim Kobe. We love Rob. We love all the guys. Three days of rain. Happy birthday. Yeah, so Rock and Rob, enjoy it, buddy. Enjoy it. I do
3: miss some of these things. I'm friends with Rob, but sometimes people don't put their birthdays listed on their Facebook.
0: Yeah, as they get older. So it doesn't show up. As they get older, they don't want people to know. Right.
3: (laughs) I wish we could just switch it over from birthday to levels.
0: Yes. We can. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's your weekly
3: wrap on music news. Check me out on Facebook.com forward slash Higgy on the Beat. And as always, follow the Chronicle on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash SOMD Chronicle or com for all your local, state, and regional news, weather, and sports.
2: Awesome, Higgy. This was really cool, buddy.
3: Quick night. I'm ready to go to bed, but I still got work to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow, man, lots but, of lots of high energy, man. You got it, brother. You keep on kicking.
3: I don't know where it's coming from. I'm running on uh, probably adrenaline.
2: That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Run <Wrong> with it. <laughs> All right, man. We'll catch you next All week. All right, guys. Right? Have a
3: great show. I'll talk to you next week.
2: All right, man. See later. you later, buddy. All right, bye. All right. Bye. Boom, boom, boom. That's it, man. Higgy on the beat. Here That's right. Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show.
0: Coming in and out like a robbery this week. Got right. a lot going on, man.
2: Wow, dude! Appetite for destruction, dude.
0: It already has started bringing back a lot of memories. Well, since we talked about it a few minutes ago, I know. Wow, I, things I can't talk about. But right, man. Just
2: saying, dude. Remember, um, uh, Clint Eastwood, the Dirty Harry movie that had Guns N' Roses in it. Yeah, right. The so Deadpool. Deadpool. That's yeah. Right.
0: I think so. they got sued for that, but yeah, that's a whole different fact. But yeah, it was neat.
2: Yeah, that was cool because that was happening at a time. It just. Wow, dude. Way we, the way we buy music now compared to then is just wow.
0: Yeah, you figure. It's been 33 years since they recorded that video. Uh, Welcome to the jungle right at here. the Whiskey A Go-Go. That just happened the other day. It's been that long. Dude, how old is everyone right now? I feel old as shit right, right. It's like, man,
2: dude. <laughs> I don't get it, man, but shout I loved, out.
0: I loved watching the video on MTV when they showed videos.
2: <laughs> when they showed videos. they showed th- know, there, yeah. There's kids out there that don't understand music. music MTV was once called music
0: television. That's they, right.
2: They dropped the USIC a long time ago. <laughs> and they just keep forgetting to take it off their logo. But,
0: yeah. Happy 40th anniversary MTV. Thanks for the 13 years of music.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Talk about a
2: channel that's just totally irrelevant to my life. If it went away, it would mean nothing. But it was so
0: pivotal in our youth.
2: Yeah, I know, dude. That's called. They, the the management that was in place, didn't put in the right people to take it over.
0: (laughs) No, they didn't. No one, one, no one cares about your teen pregnancy. Whatever shows. I mean, dude, they can
2: have all those shows. They just don't need to have them all day, every day.
0: <laughs> Fuck, man.
2: I remember the real world used to come on once a week, and if you didn't catch it, that was it. You had to wait. Right. And what was cool is the day it came on, they used to play the episode before, you know what I mean? So you could catch up. Yeah. Then it turned in, they played the whole fucking season. <laughs> dude, yeah. it was the best. What a fucking
0: disaster. Yeah. All right, All right dude. Enough of that, Bill. Yes. sorry. <laughs> dude,
2: guitar of the week this yes. week. We got the Fender Made in Japan Traditional 50 Stratocaster. Mm. Mm. So the overview on this Everything great about the 50 reissues Into one guitar The Fender made in Japan Traditional 50s Stratocaster Has a one piece maple U shaped neck And fingerboard It's very highly resonant And feels classic with it's larger neck Giving you a distinctive 50s feel Using vintage style single coil Strat pickups The made in Japan Strat Gives you a wide range of tones From a clean like bell like chime to a uh, quack that is often used to describe a classic Strat, man. Quack. Right. The Fender traditional Strat is also equipped with a six saddle vintage style synchronized tremolo, helping you deliver those great warbling Hank Marvin-like sounds. Oh yeah. So, okay. So this this fifties traditional Japanese Strat is one of fine example of, the, of of Japanese-made Fenders. So you have to understand that. There's a certain segment of guitar players that love Japanese fenders because of the history behind how they're manufactured over there, which we'll get to in just a minute. But I have to tell you, man, this was a fine example, a great Strat. If you're in the market for a Strat and you like Japanese fenders, you should definitely demo this thing out. I have a couple Japanese fenders. I dearly love them, and you're getting a quality instrument. The the tone on this Strat was real, the feel was awesome, and let's talk about the single coil pickups. They're uh, they're vintage style single coils. The 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 Fender vintage style single coils offer that 50s vibe in abundance, but slightly underwhelmed. They have a great dynamic range, I found. This will mean you will have to churn your amp up a little bit more to get the same volume, but that only means you work the power tubes a little harder, allowing your amp to open up a bit further. Plus, with my rig here, I could really load the power up, man, dude. And that's where these guitars really come and play, man. And only in certain situations you get to really enjoy that because the volume's usually so loud. Right. So you definitely should get a load box for your 2 amp. But, dude, this has got a basswood body. The Japanese reissues used in the 90s. It had a lighter wood than you would normally find on Adler or Ash, meaning you can play this thing... For ages, as it won't fatigue your shoulders. So, it's a strat with a base with body. So, that's what's cool. Yeah, that is. So, and it's light. So, uh, during the break, I'm gonna pull my other 50s Japanese strat down. I'll let you hold it, let you see, because it's almost identical to the one I reviewed. So, that's kind of cool for you. Um, this has loads of character. The um, now popular five way selector switch is included. Uh, a feature that Stratocasters would not adopt until 1977, a five-way selector switch gives you no shortage of tones from the classic chime and bell-like characteristics that give that, that Strat that was intended to produce that quack, honk, or nasal character. It's got it all, man, giving you everything from jazz, rock and roll to funk and blues with one hand tied behind its back. Ooh. That's what this guitar brings. Um, let me tell you what you can expect. Made in Japan, M.I.J. is a is a marker dictating a certain prestige amongst Fender, Fender players and collectors. Its sustained quality is not only a product of top-tier materials but a dedication to expertise and craft. The new Fender Made in Japan Hybrid 60 Strat or 50 Stratocaster absolutely deserves the respect. It's become apparent with its limited iconic tone and modern feel. You're going to be rewarded with very limited time capsule what will become part of Fender's history. The celebration of the Made in Japan stamp Fenders to pay homage to those builders while well, I listed offering you something new, man. And I just love Japanese Fenders, and this is how the story went down. I'm going to produce these names wrong. I'm going to pronounce them wrong, so I want to pro- uh, apologize up front. Because I tried to figure out how to do it, and I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. So bear with me. But here's a brief history of how Japanese Fenders came to be. Fender Japan formed with Fuji Gen Gaki in 1982, and they originally made six reissues of popular models. By 1984, CBS sold all Fender while listed waiting for a new USA-based factory to continue production. The Fender Japan models came into the American market. By 1993, Crafted in Japan took over the fami- familiar "Made in Japan" because Toke Geiki and Dyna or-, or Gaki. I can't see. That's what I was debating on: Gaki or Geiki. I can't. I don't understand. Took over manufacturing from Fujijin Gaki. All right, <laughs> this is too much. But the instruments reached an incredible standard and are revered by players and collectors. Since 2015, when Fender took over Fender Japan, the Made in Japan badge encapsulates the Japanese style of craft and allows a new generation to understand what the fuss is all about. So, again, I apologize for horribly pronouncing the Japanese names there. But, dude, I had some early 80s Fender Japan Fenders. They're... Oh, awesome wow. instruments, dude. They're so right. It's just insane. And the new ones are just there on the same quality, man. Same mm. quality, man. Um, highly suggest everybody check it out, man. Um, so what we got here is a made-in-Japan traditional 50s Stratocaster with a basewood body, a polyester finish. It's got the—I um. I put the wrong name on here, but it's got the Inca Silver.
0: Okay, there So these go. are
2: the specs These are the specs It's got a maple neck U-shape Polyester finish On the neck Which I love how The Japanese spinners Put the polyester finish On the necks And I'll let you Hold on to it Because it gives you That nice look it doesn't give you The sticky feel Of the gloss uh, It's got a 25 and Inch scale length A seven and a quarter Quarter inch radius A rosewood fingerboard I'm sorry No, no It's maple fingerboard It's one piece That's, I'm sorry uh, 21 frets synthetic bone and 1.65 inch nut width and it's got blocked dot inlays uh, vintage coil single strat pickups adorned the the bridge middle and neck positions it's got the classic strat of of controls a tone a tone into tone into of volume and two tone knobs <laughs> sorry man. All right. i'm drinking six saddle vintage style synchronized tremolo uh chrome diecast tuning machines and vintage white plastic tuning knobs or control knobs. But that's guitar to week, dude. It's awesome.
0: It's awesome, man. I would love to I would love to have checked that out.
2: Right. Well, on break, I'm going to pull down my other Japanese strat which is a traditional, it's a, it's the 60s version. Very similar, but you can get the idea. Okay.
0: Sounds good, man. That but, was, that's,
2: but that's the Island Music
0: Guitar of the Week, man. Yeah. Courtesy of Island Music. Yeah. The play to Maryland. Right. Charles Street. Yeah, right there. Go check them
2: out. <laughs> right. But no, dude, it's an awesome guitar. I love yeah. the tone. It stayed in tune. If you're in the market for a strat and you don't want to bust a lot of money, you can save a lot of money and actually get something really cool, man.
0: Yeah, so cool. I'm going
2: to ask you, Mr. Alpin, what do you think it, this instrument cost?
0: Wow. Well, you know, I've been thinking about it while you were talking about it, like I always do every week. Sure. I'm usually way off or I'm way over, way under. Sometimes I've, I'm close. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Made in Japan, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mij. Not the C.I.J. of, of the old. Crafted in Japan. Right. They changed back. Okay. Well, I'm going to say... Let's go with eight ninety nine. dollars Wow, dude. You're $100 high. at seven ninety nine. dollars Wow. Okay. alright Seven ninety
2: nine. right. $799, so we created $100 in value. Yep. Um, And it's an awesome guitar, man. It's $7.99. No, no hard shell case. No soft shell cases. It's at 7 dollars Yeah. Here's the guitar.
0: Boom. You're going to want to change the strings when you buy it. Here's the guitar.
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, $7.99. Fantastic instrument. Um, so you're talking a standard strat from Mexico is six ninety nine. Yeah. This traditional model from Japan is seven ninety nine. But then I think the most the most value based American strat is nine ninety nine. Okay. But they're all three different types of strats. Right. That's what and I'm glad, I'm happy to say now that I have one. From everywhere, of each, right, and I can uh, I can really appreciate the different constructions, yeah, and and how they're made. But awesome guitar, awesome guitar,
0: yeah. What do you think about this uh, Japanese model as far as like taking it out and gigging with it? Yeah, oh, it's a like, workhorse, it's, right?
2: It, that's what it's pretty much. I mean, like we've talked on this show before. There's these high-end, super high-end instruments from Japan and America. If you're spending that kind of money, you're going to keep them home road no matter what. Sure. At this price point, you can take that strat on the road, take it gigging, get it some stories, get it some age on it, and that and it's going to be good for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's a that's forever the, guitar. That's the cool part about that guitar. Yeah. Take it on the road, it's going to be where it's never going to let you down, and it's not going to break the bank. Love it. That's what I love about it, man. That's a great value, man. Cool. Well, good, dude. Let's yeah. transition. Let's get Sean on the program. What do you think about that? Hell Let's yeah. Let's with it because we're running late, We man. are
0: running behind the gun. So here comes Sean, Kirk Patrick. Sean, 60 seconds.
2: Yep, I'm just dialing it up, dude. I'm running behind, man. We're talking a lot, but we had to catch up, man. It's the speed round. Right. Hopefully he picks up.
4: Good evening, gurus.
2: Hey, Sean. What's happening, buddy? What's going on, fellas? Nothing, man. We we were we've been rapping all show because we were out oh, last week, you know, and um, so we're catching up and we're running behind a little bit, but it's all good. We got you on the phone now. We just finished up guitar of the week it was that awesome Stratocaster from Japan. So, oh, man. dude, I love some Japan Japanese Fenders, and this <laughs> and this Strat delivered. It delivered. Oh
4: man, that sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, man. So what's happening with you, man?
4: I am losing my fucking mind. Okay. Everything is like I mean I I'm just done with this whole COVID thing and and all this other stuff. But I mean I, I had a pretty good weekend. I haven't like been working way too much, man. I, I barely got any sleep lately, and I'm lose like I said I'm losing my mind. So right. on uh, on Friday I, I'm, I I played with Nightcap over at um the Tap House off okay. of 3 road Okay. That was pretty good. Um, that was the second time that I got to play with them and I'm getting more comfortable with those guys or with uh, Sean Howe anyway. Playing with Tara is like, easy because i play with her before but their arrangements are a little different. And
2: then uh, Saturday I ended up doing sound for the Justin Taylor Band down at Tiki Bar. Okay.
4: That was pretty wicked. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good time. They had the green roof open and everything like that. Everybody's doing their six foot distancing, distancing and stuff, but it was still, it was still a good time, you know. Um, my friend Alex called me. She's a sound guy for Red Eyes over on Can Island, and um, I needed someone to fill in for her on Sunday during the day right. for a bikini contest. Uh, nice. So yeah, I sat there and monitored the DJ channel for the day, and then I went over to the jetty and played my sample pad with John Fraze over the night. Then I came back to the farm Monday morning and got to work, and then the same thing again today. Um, but it's so funny, like, I, like la- this time last week, if you would ask me, I, I would have only had the nightcap gig, and, and that was it. And then within like two days i get booked for like three or four other other events or other things and i'm just like there's no security right now i'm like that's what's that's really what's bugging me
0: is like i have i have nothing planned for next weekend oh wow man that's tough dude that's
2: real
4: tough yeah i mean i i can get work but it's like you know i i don't want to just like book something stupid and then get offered something better later or whatever you know plus i gotta keep the, the dates open for gary Right Okay But Good news Um There's a band called More 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 Um There was Starley They asked That Asked me to Play with them On August 29th For a The Herndon Friday Night Live Stream Over in Virginia Okay And they're like a 80's or 90's Rock band 80's rock band Probably right. The singer was from a band Called Reagan Years And apparently They're actually very good Um i've heard a lot of good things about them i've watched a couple videos online so i'm pretty excited they sent me you know they have the whole set list like click tracks and everything so i'm I'm working on that we're gonna get a little rehearsal in and then that should be a little interesting because that'll be the first time i actually get to use my full drum set again since this whole lockdown thing started
0: oh wow yeah man right yeah knock the dust off of that bad boy
4: right it's been what March 15th was the last time I. no, March 14th was the last time I brought the whole thing out yeah wow dude
2: so is the girl crush and the trilogy thing over with too or what's going on with those but those things uh,
4: the girl crush thing is I mean that's that's definitely not over that's Hannah's thing um you know I'm still going to be playing with them whenever I can it's kind of like my I guess that would be my number one option right now it's just to like I, w- I want to make sure that I get to play with them whenever I can because I just like I like playing with them Right, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I, I really don't know about about anything anymore. I, I know trilogy is. Uh, well, I'm the only member left in trilogy. Let's just say that. <laughs> wow. Jeez.
2: They left you high and dry, man. That's fucked up,
4: dude. That's uh, it. Didn't leave me high and dry. It's, I can, I can, I can replace them all if I wanted to. I mean, if Gary wants to throw a bunch of guys at me, that's fine. You know, and I'll just. Figure out, figure it out from there, you know. If I need to, but yeah, I'm I'm in like a like a like a gray area right now. I'm just going with emotions, I guess.
0: So it's just you left then, is what you're saying?
4: Yeah, that's it. I mean, like I said, like, so Aaron says that that um, we can take the tax ID number, we can take all that stuff, and and just keep on going with it between me and Gary. And if Tara wants to be a part of it still, then she's totally allowed to, but she's she's weird about the, like, she's got some sort of connection with the name and the people, and it's just like the name is just the the selling thing or whatever, it's just for the venues to kind of recognize what, what style of music we're doing. Sure. Doesn't really mean that much for a cover band, in my opinion, but, you know, other people have different opinions, I guess, so.
0: Yeah, everybody has different opinions, that's correct.
4: Yep, so I'm pretty much just a hired gun at this point and uh just gonna hone in on my craft a little bit. Uh she I've been talking to Sheila quite a quite a bit. She actually texted me this morning and uh she's talking about these underground drum camps that are going on or she wants to put one together. Nice. Yeah, like invite only sort of th- sort of thing, so I would love to get in on that. Uh, yeah. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Wow. This uh, is dude, the, well,
2: who's got the trilogy Nissan van? Does Aaron still have it, or did he sell it?
4: He still has it, but he's trying to sell it. So if you know anybody looking for a van,
2: well, what's <laughs> the price?
4: I don't know. <laughs> I have
2: no idea. I have Yeah, I get it, man. That's tough too, because who says the guy, the guys Gary's in your way? One of them has a van, <laughs>
4: right? You know, well, I mean, that's 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 neither here nor there. If they don't have a van, then they, that, I mean, if we do end up continuing with trilogy and i use a bunch of new musicians or whatever then it's just going to go back to everybody driving themselves we'll hire a production guy and do it that way huh. you know? wow yeah so i don't know i have no idea what the hell's going on anymore it's
2: 2020 baby it's 2020 dude it's just another kick in the pills
4: i get yeah. it yeah. speaking of pills Some of that that hydroxychloroquine up in
0: here. Uh, You got to put the zinc in it.
2: You got to put the zinc. All
4: right, all right,
2: right, right, all right. All right, dude. Well, dude, (laughs) it was good catching up with you, man. Um, We'll be at at it next week. We actually got Justin Taylor coming on next week. Oh, hell yeah. So that'll be cool, man. All right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, dude. Sean, from the Guitar Gearies, we say thank you. Good night, sir.
4: Thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure. You guys All have right. a great night.
2: All right, man. Brother See you next Lano. week. All right. Yeah. See ya. There he goes, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Sean, man, real quick, man. Talk about being a trooper, dude. Oh,
0: yeah. Absolutely, dude. Just, dude,
2: what bands are out there that need a drummer already? Why aren't you? Why is no one called?
0: Maybe Get they didn't know he was available. or I mean,
2: He's dude, out there, man. Dude, he's got the keys to that trilogy gig. I mean, there's some guys out there that are looking to do some music full-time, serious. Give Sean a, send him a message. That's right. I mean, opportunities are out there if you're willing to take the chance.
0: That's all it takes, man. Take the chance. Take the chance. Take the chance.
2: (laughs) But, dude, we came back. We missed a week. We hit the first segment, and we're only one minute over our normal time. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's it. right.
2: That's cool. I felt I rushed Sean at the end a little bit, but that's fine. He's on next week. He can fill it in. (laughs) But I I feel terrible. We need to find him some people to play with on a steady basis. Yeah. So. Let's make it happen. Yeah, people, get it going on. All right, dude. I think we'll take a break. Cool. Um, come back and then we are gonna get. Dylan Galvin on the on the phone system. Right. Check in with him again. It's been over a little over a year. Um, since he's been on the program, I think a year and three weeks or two weeks—it's been that quick, then. yeah, it's something like that. But it's just over a year. I'll check in with him again. But he's doing these cool web videos. He's really active on the social media, and I really think that's going to be the wave of the future of how musicians are going to interact with their fans
0: on a, on a, on an ongoing basis. Yeah, to deliver new content. He's so, got it. He's got it figured out.
2: Yeah. So we'll talk to him. Check in. Check in. What's new in his world and. And remember, he lives out in California. That's right. So that's kind of cool, too. We're going to get a perspective on his side of the world, on the country. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, man.
0: Stay tuned for that. Folks, Folks, it's coming right up. All right, guys. It's Guitar Gurus with
2: Dan and Dan. We'll be right back after these words. And we're Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. We we still are, right? We still are, dude. Hey, it was awful week of all my games, so I'm going to promo the shit out of this (laughs) right now. Yes! Right. Okay. (laughs) It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, where Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. We'll be right back after these words. Yo, 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 Albin, let's talk construction.
0: All right, Mr. Harsha, what's up? Our good friends at
2: Allied Renovations and offer the best value when it comes to replacing your home's exterior. Whether it be your roof or facade, did you know that? How does he do it? Streamlined operations. Jesse and his team have been part of the roofing community since 2015. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, Jesse has some of the deepest roots in our community. Did you know that?
0: Why does that matter?
2: Because you don't have to worry about the here today, gone tomorrow contractor schemes that are out there.
0: You know he's going to be around. That's some great stability.
2: Yes, it is. So if and when the time comes your home needs help with its roof or facade, please don't forget to contact Jesse Wickline at Allied Renovations. That number is 301-399-7031. Once again, that number is 301-399-7031. They are waiting for your call. Tattoos last forever. They're a permanent statement about your personality and style. Do you want to spend the rest of your life with ink that looks like it's been done by some junior apprentice, or do you want a custom tattoo from Christopher Lane Tattoos? Chris has over 10 years in the biz and uses the best ink and machines in the industry. Check out Christopher Lane Tattoos' Instagram feed today, and you will just see for yourself that he does some of the finest work in the Southern Maryland area give him a follow today and you will just marvel over the attention to detail in his work christopher lane tattoos on instagram is your start on a pathway to tattoo bliss book your appointment through christopher lane tattoos instagram private messaging service for an exclusive bonus that only guitar guru listeners are eligible for follow christopher lane tattoos on instagram today Yo, 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 Albin! Let's talk site maintenance solutions with Cooper Construction. Okay, great. Why are we outside? I wanted you to see how Cooper construction's handling my site with the installation of my new septic tank system.
0: Oh, I'm loving all this heavy equipment I'm
2: seeing. You need this kind of equipment for this type of work. You say, do you? Yeah, man. Cooper Construction's offers complete site solutions for septic tanks and mounds, lot clearing up to three acres, and most importantly, stormwater management.
0: Okay, let me. To get this straight, Cooper Construction offers site maintenance for lot clearing, septic systems and stormwater management you are correct does cooper construction have all the credentials needed for this type of work
2: yes they do my friend cooper construction has over 20 years experience in the construction world how do we get a hold of them that's easy just dial 301-683-7766 and ask for a site visit today again that number is 301-683-7766 give them a call you can also reach them on the web at buildwithcooper.com. Cooper Construction. From site to site, they will treat you right.
3: What's up, y'all? This is Sam Groh, and you're listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar
0: Guru Show. The Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, the only guys that would do a live broadcast from Dogman. We see each other
2: through different eyes. Oh, yeah, we're back from break. It's the Guitar Gears with Dan and Dan. We're Southern Maryland's number
0: one choice for music. Talk radio, Mr. Alban, How you doing tonight, Bobby? I'm loving life, man. It's Tuesday. We get to do this every week. Yeah. We're sitting here, man, just hanging out, talking about music, talking to musicians, talking about the haps of the community, and having a couple of frosty ones, man, who couldn't love anything more than this. Right, man. I get it, dude. I'm into it. Oh, man. Yeah, guess what? To start off the second half of the
2: show. I'm a crank one.
0: Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, that has some snap, I had some. I joined you, but I popped mine right before we uh, always came that. back from Did
2: <laughs> Dude, you do that like Hartke's putting out a new base amp that no one's going to buy
0: because no one wants to take amps anywhere. Well, anymore. you know, nobody wants to do that anymore. I am I agree 100%. I don't even want to do it anymore.
2: Right. And if I'm going to lug an amp, it's not going to be a heart key. It's going to be an amp. No,
0: I, I did my time lugging heart keys back in the day. <laughs> right, right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm taking my 410 and my 15 to the gig. Fuck you, man. I need it. <laughs> no,
2: knowing damn well you only need the 410. You were just taking the 115 because you thought it was cute.
0: Later ah, the before. 90s. What we did, what we thought was cool. But well, we thought it was cool. It was Come cool. to find out, I could have lived on a 210, actually. <laughs> and, right. right.
2: right, right. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Who knows?
0: Ah, oh, dude, great. Hey, all right, so dude,
2: our future guest this week is a returning guest. Now he's going to become a, a repeat offender. It's his second appearance on the show a little bit over a year ago. We've got the uh, Southern Maryland's own Dylan Galvin coming up, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's out living the uh, California life. Um, he's got a different perspective on how COVID's affected him. And I, yeah, I actually look forward to hearing his hearing his take on it and all the guys around here in Southern Maryland. Hey, man, you're going to get to hear firsthand, on the ground, the account of what it's like to be you on the West Coast of the country. So, man, right. listen up, man. This- could be a learning experience man sure i look forward to it so give me some soothing tones and i'll get them on the phone what do you think yeah
0: get them dialed up we're getting dylan galvin on the show here on the southern maryland guitar guru show episode 83 coming at you right here
2: yeah here we go man
0: hello hey
2: dylan it's dan from guitar gurus you want to go on the air buddy absolutely awesome dude all right well we're in the studio we got it got the mics turned on i got my co-host mr albin with me and mr albin say hi to dylan
0: dylan good evening how are you sir how you doing man it's awesome to have you back on here again thank you for taking the time to do this with us once again man thank you for bringing me on man absolutely it's our pleasure
2: yeah, man, you you just been have been killing it, man. I've been watching what you've been doing the past year, man, and you just are killing it on on all fronts of social media. I wish I was a resident out on the west coast so I could actually catch you out and about one day. But <laughs> but you know, dude, it's just um we're just glad to have you back man so um in the reader's digest uh, version just give us a give us what's been going on in your life in the past year and you know of course we know COVID, so bring that up too And then we'll, we'll, we'll then we'll start on the social media videos that i'm going crazy for all right
1: oh sure man um so yeah so i think i've been out here for about three years now and um the first I, i'd say up until recently up until probably about uh the last few months I really had to spend a tremendous amount of time doing what is called admin work, which is all the things that suck, but you have to do them in order to kind of have the infrastructure for um, doing music as a business. Sure. And that's why it's helpful. It's really helpful to have a band because you can divvy that uh, that work up between the members. But if, you, if you're going really, like, truly solo, there's just a lot of things you have to keep in mind, you know, things I never foresaw, like forming an LLC and getting insurance for all my equipment. So, you know, had to uh, inventory every piece of, every piece of anything that I own that's related to music. I had to take photographs of it and document it and do all the serial numbers. And that took a tremendous amount of time, but my car was broken into and a bunch of gear was stolen. So, um, it, you know, it was something that was necessary. Um, and all that stuff is out of the way now. So right now it's just, um, I'm getting a lot of time to crank out a bunch of music and it's at a pace I've never done before, which I'm really grateful for. I know there's been a lot of people that have been following me for a long time, and I haven't been putting out music at uh, the rate that I was hoping. But uh, that's that's coming now. Uh, it's it's in the it's in the works right now. So I'm really happy about that. COVID has uh, oh man uh, between between the riots everywhere and uh, the virus, it's it's completely changed the landscape right now technically in los angeles there was a um, they banned live music so there is no live music in la county whatsoever wow. um at all so it's all right now it's pretty much all digital i have a few gigs outside of la county but for the most part the live music scene is done here uh and it's i mean it's it's pretty rough it's i i um i do i miss it a lot uh i, I already missed home enough but you know, not getting to play at all is, is, is really,
4: uh,
1: it's just, it's, it's tricky, uh, cause you gotta, you gotta find another way of, uh, you know, re- basically restructuring what you do when your main, you know, your main, uh, gig is, is gone. Um, you just have to adapt. It's like, you have to adapt or you have to quit and quitting is not really an option. So, um, so yeah, I, have been in, I've been in my room. Uh, and at the studio, every week I've been going to the studio and recording new covers, new originals. Uh, I was able to save up some money and invest in um, studio time. So from now until about January, I'm going to be going about once a week to the studio to record cover songs, original songs, instrumentals. And uh, I'm arranging the, the parts, um, producing, I'm mixing um recording all the instruments and everything so it's been a big challenge because it's a it's a lot to learn to do all that stuff but um you know that's that's what i have to do and i want to do it because i want i know there's people that have been patiently waiting for me to release new music and um i want to get it to them so that's what i've been doing
2: (laughs) wow man well dude let's get back um right before covid hit big time in la yeah What were you working on? What were you excited for? What, you know, what was right then and there before that hit?
1: So before that hit, I was working on, um, the the last, the last couple of years, it's been a slow climb to kind of get enough, um, get enough attention where you're, you're playing regularly. So on, um, back home, you know, back on the, in the East coast, Southern Maryland, Virginia, um, you know, even Delaware. I was playing. I had a lot of gigs. I knew a lot of people. um, I had a lot of friends. I knew a lot of venue owners. And so there was always there was always another gig like in the works. But out here, California is already it's super spread out. So there's no there's no area that is like your hometown area. You know, it's not like you're going to go out and see your your same friend at, you know, some restaurant again. It's 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 just so there's 40 million people in California. so and it's just everything is hugely spread out and there's also a a lot more musicians there are tens of thousands more hundreds of thousands more and um that creates a lot of challenges for getting booked and uh on top of that it's kind of like i don't know if i said this metaphor last time when we talked on the show but california is kind of like uh you show up to a carnival right and there's a merry-go-round and everyone's on the merry-go-round and you're not and you see, an, you see an empty horse and you're like, oh, I need to get on that horse. And the people in the merry-go-round, they're not necessarily going like, sh- to, like, stop you from getting on, but they're not really going to help you. They're just going to watch you and see if you can get on because they had to, too. Um, it's kind of like that. So, Because of that, it took a long time to get into the scene and uh, get enough work to, you know, make a living. But that, I finally got there, but then COVID hit and just It just completely stopped the live scene. I was starting to, uh, I was starting to aim my sights at balancing out cover gigs and original gigs because those are two different worlds as well. You have your cover gigs where, you know, sometimes you're playing at a restaurant, your background music, or you're playing a wedding or a private party or something, and it's not really about the show. You're just providing, you know, kind of an ambiance for the night. Right. And then then there's the original gigs, which is. You sell tickets. You bring out your friends. You bring out your fans, and you play music explicitly for them. And you share you share the night together. You you you, you bear a part of your soul for them, and you're connected uh, to the music the whole night. And I was starting to go in that direction and get some original gigs booked, but uh, COVID just put the hammer down on that, and um, it stopped everything. And I was actually the crazy part was I actually got I I, I got COVID. Where I, I'm convinced I had it. Um, early in March Um, I've never I've never gone to the hospital for being sick before in my life I'm pretty stubborn I've been in a car accident before I didn't go to the hospital you know I've hit a tree I've been really sick I've been you know thrown up for days never gone to the hospital and I got home from a gig uh, and I didn't feel well and I was like I need to lay down I just I'm not feeling so hot and I I laid there for about 12 days um and then it was about a month before I started feeling better, and I had uh, I was having breathing trouble. Uh, I had one of the highest fevers I've ever had. My body was uh, in such pain, like overall, like head to toe. Sitting down, standing up, touching something was like excruciatingly painful. And the only time I felt normal was like right after I got out of like a burning hot shower. So I I, I ended up driving to the hospital at U, UCLA um, because I was I was just so sick, and I was like, I gotta gotta get this taken care of, because I didn't really know a whole lot about the virus at first, it was still kind of new then, but uh, I went to the hospital, I I went through all these different buildings, and they finally directed me to the right one, so I stood in line, and you tell this, you know, they told the lady, here are my symptoms, and if you sound like you have it, then they put you in this other line, so I did that, she's like, oh yeah, it sounds like you got it, so they put me in this line, I waited, I finally get to the front of the line, (laughs) and they go... Oh yeah, we're out of tests. We just ran out. <laughs> so go home and drink water and uh, just uh, try not to die. <laughs> and I was like, "That's it. Like that's 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 it." And they're like, "Well, we can admit you and put you on a breathing machine if you'd like." And I was like, um, "I was like, does that cost money?" And they're like, "Do you have health insurance?" And I was like, "No." They're like, "Yeah, it's going to cost a lot of money." I was like, "Well, I guess I'm going to go home now." So I went home and uh, tried not to
0: die. The- I <laughs> the-
1: what's that? and tried
0: not to die. <laughs>
1: exactly. And tried not to die. That's that is exactly what I did for for 12 days. I, I mean I'm I'm talking like I could not play the guitar. I couldn't play the guitar. I could do nothing. I went on Facebook Live to tell people how I felt and um and then I you know, then I laid back down. I watched Netflix and did nothing. I had no energy. It was the sickest uh well yeah, it, it was the longest I've ever been that sick, and it, it was weird because I've never had like a, a virus or anything that makes you feel mentally weird. Like one of the things that I noticed about this that wasn't typical of any other flu or cold that I had was it was like mental fog where you forget where you are and um, you forget like your name and you just feel lost. Like it's it's really weird. It's hard to explain, but it was really scary. It's almost like having Alzheimer's or like uh, amnesia or something yeah. um, and, and that was another symptom that I think affects certain people so I never officially got tested I never got the, the four foot Q-tip jammed up my nose and my brain tickled but uh, I talked with a, a doctor who um, he's got 50 years in the medical profession and um, he's a, he's a, a personal uh, friend of mine and he after I told him all my symptoms he's like yeah I, I think you, you had it so, um, so yeah, I stayed away from everyone for a while, and um, yeah, that 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 was not—I uh, would not call that fun—but that was the that was the beginning. So I got sick from it, and then after that, after I started feeling better, everything was like closing down, and so basically since then, I ha- I've I've played one or two shows, but for the most part, you know, the gigs have been uh, non—they just haven't been happening here in California. So it's been hard. Wow, man. Mm. yeah. Wow.
2: My experience is I got sick early in March, but mine was only for four or five days. But okay. it's, it's weird. <laughs> I'm trying to remember it, and I don't remember really what I did when I was sick. I just remember sleeping. I had the, yeah. high, I had the high fever, the, the total muscle ache. It just hurt to walk, and it yep. sucked, man. And then, and then like, that Sunday, it was like, boom, it just lifted. It was weird, man. So weird. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it affects everyone differently. That's that's why it's, it's like, and you can be you can have it for a long time before you get symptoms. I think that's part of the the reason why the epidemiologists are so um, they're so adamant about getting it under control because it's so hard to track the source of. Um, it makes it really tricky for how long you can have it before you have symptoms, and that and that makes the the, the spreadability uh, unpredictable. Yeah, man, it's nasty, man.
2: It's crazy. Yeah,
1: it is. It's a weird. It's a weird time.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all right, let's let's just trans change the subject, man. <laughs> I, I want to talk about your social media videos. Um, the one that strikes me out as being so awesome is that one that you did on microphones. Oh, really? Yeah, man. I that's the kind of like information I love hearing about. An actual musician explaining why he's using something. You know, yeah, and, and I, I want to say bravo to you and I, I want you to continue to do those types of videos with different types of gear man I think it's kind of cool
4: man
1: thanks man thank you um, yeah so that, that's part of a I have a content strategy going on um, so when the, the thing about doing content is that when you're in the beginning stages of doing it which I'm still I feel like I still am you, you're not 100% sure of your content is supposed to lead people to your music and then your music leads people to like the, the real good stuff like the, the t-shirts and the custom songs and the private shows at your house and all the cool stuff that you have to offer. But you kind of have these, like these feelers out on the internet that are kind of like, it's kind of like when you're walking through a mall and you see a sign for a store that the content is like the sign for your store, but you want to do content that by itself It's like helpful to the person. Like you don't want to just like put a sign that says, "Hey, come and buy my stuff," even though you don't know anything about me. You want to you want to create something that like people would get value out of, even if that's the only thing they ever take. So you can kind of give them a taste of what's to come. And I have a lot of different audiences that follow my music. I've got a lot of friends of mine that are supporters that listen to my music, but they're also musicians. So. Sometimes I like to create content that is uniquely for musicians. Um, and I've, I've had to learn a lot of things the hard way by just trial and error. So I like to do, you know, if, if something could be helpful for a musician so they can save time if they're not sure about what to buy or what to do, I, I like to, you know, reduce the amount of time they have to fiddle around on Google and reading, you know, angry uh, reviews on gear slots of like 50 people that all have different opinions and it's not helpful at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know what? I decided a long time ago. I don't read. I don't read the reviews on gear anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's one thing that I that I, I did, and I, I try to like. So there's like my, I have like skits and sketches where it's just entertainment value. You know, it's like funny sitcom type stuff. I did that that uh, one skit about the Apple Store. Like every time you go into the Apple Store, and they they kind of uh, it's sometimes it's a runaround. You know, and as oh, much yeah. as Apple's made me angry. I still, uh, I'm always going to buy their products because uh, they're amazing. And, um, but yeah, sometimes being in the Apple store is really frustrating. Um, so I, I do skits about that kind of stuff, but um, every now and then I like to do something that's maybe helpful or educational. Um, and I'm, gl- I'm glad you like that one. And I, I, was, I was experimenting with that because I wasn't sure how that would resonate since it was so, so much about gear itself. Um, yeah, people
2: like that stuff, man. Even not even people that aren't musicians. They people like to learn about how shit works, you know. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you doing the A B test with the microphone was brilliant. I
1: mean, awesome. Was brilliant. I'm glad. I'm glad that was helpful, man. Yeah. You know, I didn't even like when I first bought the mic. I didn't even know what I was doing. I bought it because it looked cool because it had a wooden handle. But after you <laughs> use it for a while, you're like, you're like, oh, this sounds. This is different than SN58, and then I was like, why? And so I started messing around with it, and I realized, oh, this is this is why. So maybe that would be helpful if someone else was wondering that. Um, so yeah, I, I do um, some stuff is for musicians, some stuff is for entertainment, um, and then um, yeah, that's and then I do my live stream. Um, I, I do a show every week called The Case of the Mondays, which is. Um, I'll go live on my Instagram Probably around 3, 3.30 my time Which is 7, 7.30 your time And then I go live on Facebook About 8 o'clock uh, your time Or sorry, uh, What is it? Uh, 4 o'clock No, sorry, I go, I go live on my Facebook 7 o'clock your time And uh, I'll play cover songs I'll play originals I'll tell stories about them And sometimes we play Guess That Song Or I'll I won't say what song it is I won't say the artist I'll play the song And if you can guess the name of the song and the artist who wrote the song. Before that song is over, you you leave a comment on on the uh, Facebook page, and all the people that guessed it correctly, they get a point. And at the end of the show, whoever gets the most points gets a golden ticket, which is basically uh, it's a it's a ticket for my merch store, and you can get discounts on you know CDs or, or shirts or something like that. But um, I think the most fun thing that we do on Case of the Mondays is we write a song live on the spot. So we start off and I have no idea where it's gonna go. I never have any idea, there's no pre-planning on this, but me and the audience together, we come up with an idea. And it's literally like whoever says something first and I I write down the best ideas or we, we we kinda like navigate through the ideas and we get a few ideas and then we kinda whittle it down to one and sometimes we combine them. Then we take that idea, we create a title and then from that title, we create a chorus for a song. And then from the chorus, we write the verses. And then we write the bridge. And then at the end of the live stream, after we've written this song together, um, I, I perform the song for them live on the spot. Uh, I put the melody to it, and um, so it's a live—it's a live songwriting session. But it's but it's crowdsourced. So they write the song. The people on the uh, watching the live stream write the song, and I just kind of organize the parts together. But that is like. That's one of the most fun things that I've ever done, and it's really intense because you know, you gotta make it, it's gotta go fast, because if it's too slow, you know, it's boring. So, um, We've written some ridiculous songs. I think the first song we wrote was called uh, Fleeing from a Creep with My Sheep in a Jeep, Uh, and then the great COVID-19 toilet paper crisis, it's, it's not always, like, ridiculous, but it, sometimes it ends up being, like, a ridiculous song because you got a lot of people watching and a lot of ideas going really rapid fire. So um, that always creates really uh, really interesting songs, but it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. I, I,
2: nice. ju- I stopped in last night for a hot minute and caught the yeah. one, one jam. It was cool, man. Get some good Thanks. sound out of that room.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I got a, uh, there's a little microphone, it's called, a, actually, I don't know what it's called, it's a Shure mic, but you can plug it directly into your iPhone, and it changes the quality of the built-in mic to like a condenser mic, which is uh, which is good for live streaming. Yeah, it makes it sound a lot better. Nice. I need to get yeah. one of those. See, those are
0: the kinds of little things that people need to know about right, right. there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's only like 60 bucks, too. Right. There it is. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. great. Yep. Hey,
2: so let's talk about the videos. Now, do you, do you edit your videos? Do you use software? Um, you know, go through that process of how you made your microphone video.
1: Sure. So, for, the, for the, um, all the stuff I post on my Facebook page, uh, or the vast majority of it, um, I have a light kit. So, one thing that's super important in making your videos look good is lighting that that is the difference between a video that looks like garbage and a video that looks great even if the camera itself doesn't change in quality you can you can vastly improve what your video looks like based on the way you set up your lights so i have a a professional lighting kit i have two different um two different stage lights that are basically made for movie sets and i set them up on the left and right and then i use my window as a as a as another light source it's it's called three-point lighting where you have your main light source, which is the, the most of the light that's coming in. That's your uh, that's your key light. And then you have another light that's almost like the opposite direction of the key light, and that's filling in the shadows that are cast from the key light. So that evenly lights your face so you don't look like you're in a serial killer movie or something. Um, that's your fill light. And then you have a third light that's usually behind you, and that's called your, um, your backlight uh, or... Um, your hair your hair light so it it creates a light halo or a light silhouette around you so it's like almost like you're glowing a little bit but it's really subtle but when you put all those three lights together um it just it it shows up really good on um on camera so i learned that from um working with some directors and watching some some online uh videos about that that really really helps and then most of the videos that i shoot are done from my phone i have an iphone 10 um, and there's an app called Filmic Pro, which um, the, the standard app that comes on the phone, it's decent, but it doesn't maximize the resolution of the camera on the phone. And if you use Filmic Pro, you can record in a higher resolution than you can with the regular uh, video app. So, you know, Fil- Filmic Pro is like, I think, four or five bucks. It's not expensive at all. So I downloaded that and I put that up and between those two things that's basically how i record um, my videos at home and when i record music videos i do the same thing because um, the, the quality is it borders on professional quality um in the, the really nice videos that i have the ones that are done in studios i work with a team um, a couple guys they're called S- uh, super Cine. Um and they are a team of videographers in los angeles and they do music videos and short films and uh, ads and all kinds of stuff like that and they're really good at what they do they they know more about it than me they both went to film school for it but i just try to copy what i see other people doing and make it uh, do an easy version of it because you know it can get really you can get real deep into you know the specifics about recording things and lighting and everything like that but um yeah it's it's mostly just shot on an iphone pretty much iphone 10 good stuff. that's the secret hey, <laughs>
2: Hey man, that's why, that's why I'm asking, man, because not everybody's got thousands of dollars to build editing machines.
1: Exactly, and that yeah, that's the other thing is I wanted to streamline everything so it's as easy as possible to use, and so it's as cheap as possible to buy because I don't have like you know a fifty thousand dollar budget to get this stuff. Um, in in a Final Cut, Final Cut is how I edit my um, video, so I'll, I'll get all the video on my phone and then I'll upload it to my computer and then I edit it in Final Cut I do some color grading and um, add some, uh, some LUTs and a LUT is basically like how do I explain a LUT um, mm-hmm. it's basically like like when you're going out for the night and you've already taken a shower and you're all fancy and you get on like your best outfit like the LUT is your fancy outfit it, uh, it, I, I, thought
2: it, I thought it was my drunk uncle I'm sorry <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you're <laughs> definitely the one. Your Drunk Koko as your LUT. Yeah. Um, you ever seen like the Trent? Are, are you saving Private Ryan? Right. You ever seen that? Movie?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. You know how there's a certain look to that movie. It kind of looks like World War Two with the right. color scheme.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's one of those things you don't notice until you put it on. It creates a feel. LUTs kind of have those like it's like a set of colors that that enhance. Um, it's kind of like a filter, like when you put a filter on a photograph to make it look old-fashioned or, or like bring right. out the blue. Right. It's, right. it's like that, and that's, that's usually the last thing that I put on the, uh, the video, and then I upload it. It just adds a little bit of like a cinematic element, and um, it just, it looks kind of cool. So I like, I like doing it on, on pretty much all the stuff I, uh, I video.
2: Right, and then you do your edges with the, um, so it doesn't, it's not a square edge, right?
1: Yeah, you, you know, it's funny. I actually read. Um, there's a, there's a a marketing course that I'm going through, and they said actually it's... So for my personal page, I didn't bother to put on, um, to make it a square. I let it be the sixteen nine ratio, which is where it's wider than it is tall. But on my Facebook page, when you're introducing your content to new people, you actually want to have those bars above and below the post that say, like, a really bold, intriguing caption. Like, you know, you, you've seen those things on viral videos where it'll say you can't believe what will happen next and then you watch the video because the captions say that um that's that's actually working really well right now on social media so uh, usually square square stuff was only for Instagram and then you wanted wide stuff for Facebook but square stuff works really well on Instagram and Facebook so uh, if you're a social media person uh, do the square for Facebook for the time being it'll probably change in like a year or two it always does but for now the square stuff works really well but on your personal page it doesn't matter because that's only going out to your friends it's it's very unlikely you'll have like a viral video from your personal page right right. So.
2: that's cool dude well more more original music you kind of answered it earlier you're you're working that through that this year with your studio time so you think you might have pro recordings by Christmas anything by Christmas to release
1: oh yeah so I've actually got um, I've actually got one right uh, out right now I recently put out a video cover, an acoustic cover of Shut Up and Dance by that band Walk the Moon. And I got a lot of good feedback on it. I wasn't planning on doing this originally. I was just gonna have it be a YouTube video, but I had people in the comments say, can I get a copy of this song? Do you have this anywhere? And originally I was like, well, no, it's just a YouTube video. But I was like, you know what? If people wanna hear this, I wanna I want to give it to them. So I went and I got a license because you, you, you have to get a license in order to distribute a song that's not yours. mean people do it without licenses but technically it's illegal so i want to i want to try and run my business by the rules even though it's a pain in the butt for all the forms and everything so i got a license and i have uh how much i have 100 copies what's that
2: how much does that license cost
1: you know i i it was 26 bucks for 100 copies which is actually i think way more than it needs to be I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with another company and I think I can get another, a permanent license for like 14 bucks. But um, I, I didn't, you know, I'm always learning as I go. So usually you, you do the first thing that you find and then afterwards you streamline it and you find a better option. So yeah, I had to pay some money for the license, but I got a hundred copies I can distribute. And I've already had about 15 people or so that already have a copy. Um, and it's just basically you send me a message on Facebook Send me an email, leave a comment saying I want the song, and I'll send you a link. And it's pay what you want. And um, I like that because if someone is kind of hurting because of the, you know, the economy, they don't have their job, but they want to listen to new music. Um, I'll, I'll say pay what you want. If you want to pay zero bucks, it's zero bucks. If you want to pay twenty, it's twenty. It's whatever you want. So that's that's the current offer I'm running now. And I think I'm going to run most or all of my music like that for the for the rest of the year. And I'm going to go back between releasing covers and releasing originals and um yeah that's that's what i'm going for but right now that's that's the the most recent offer that i have is a a cover song so uh yeah it's it's been uh it's been working pretty well people have been enjoying that
2: all right um next live appearance yeah Yeah. i don't
1: think i'm gonna be playing live anytime soon anywhere
2: (laughs) Uh, that's what i figured but i figured i'd ask just in case (laughs)
1: Um, I mean, I'll be going live on my Facebook page every every Monday. Um, a case of the Mondays, I go live and um, I'll I talk to I talk to people. I always like saying hi, seeing how people are doing. So, because I can't come see people live in real life, um, basically, it's been Facebook and Instagram have been the way that I've been keeping in touch with people. Maybe this Christmas, I might be coming back to Southern Maryland. Um, All right. it's, it's in the works. For, for now, but uh, that's that's what the, that's what I'm hoping to do. I, I don't know if I'll be if I'll have any shows. I might, may I, I might make that happen. Um, so that's that's to be determined. But that's a possibility. This right around Christmas time to come back to the East Coast and play.
0: Cool. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to that. If that if that goes yeah. through, we will be there, man. I get you. Well,
1: awesome. uh,
2: well, we got to the last question, dude. Um, this has been cool, man. You're a ton ton of information, man. Ton of information, and I'm yeah, sure there's going to be people listening that appreciate it. So, very cool of huh? you. No problem at
1: all.
2: Cool. So, we got to, we're we're to best gig, worst gig. Answer answer any order you like, but you can answer. You got to answer both. Have you? Um, I know last time you're on, you answered it. Do you have any newer shows that's come up that've been more awesome, or any shows that've been worse since you've <laughs> been on that you want to tell us about? You got a couple minutes. Yeah, you know what? Um, I
1: actually yes. Yeah, so. I think uh, when I when I I went on tour last year and I came back to Southern Maryland and when I got back to the, finally got back to the East Coast seeing you know seeing ap- after like playing a lot of venues in the in the Midwest where I did not know anyone and I really didn't have much of a pull at all in, in coming out to the East Coast and playing you know at uh, you know Ruddy Duck and Cowtie and um, Tap House uh, 1637 and uh, the uh, the tavern and right. it was just like it was so awesome to see how many people came out and um, you know w- were singing along to my songs. It, w- it was like it was the dream come true kind of show where you know you play musicians play a lot of shows and it's not always glorious. It's not always fun. Um, you know sometimes you're playing to people and they don't seem to care too much, but when I come back home um, and play, it's it's awesome. So pretty much all the shows uh, up and down the East Coast that I played, that people came out to, it was awesome because a lot more people showed up than uh, than I was originally expecting. It was just nice because you know you take a break and you forget how 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 good you have it. Um, then you come back and you see everybody, and you're like, man, this is awesome. Um, so that that was that whole set of shows at the at the end of my tour were uh, they were they were really awesome. I loved that. Um, the worst. The worst gig, actually, probably I played another jump. Uh, right. It was re- it was recently. It was a wedding, and um, everything. You know, parts of the wedding was was awesome. The wedding itself was beautiful. There was a lot of guests. So I I get to the wedding. I set up all my equipment. I'm sound checked. Everything's perfect. I'm all ready to go. I got the perfect spot. I'm early, and then like probably thirty or so minutes before I'm supposed to play. Someone comes up and they said, "Oh, can you completely move to this other area? Even though we already told you here." So, I'm like, "Okay." So I have to unplug all my equipment, drag it across, you know, uh, the whole the whole venue, reset it up, and they have me facing like a, a forest. I'm like facing a bunch of trees, and I'm like, "This is the dumbest. This is a terrible idea." Who is in charge of why this is here? Um, but I was I was basically playing to trees, and I was like 30 yards away from the group of people that I was just, you know, just aimed right directly at, and now I'm facing a bunch of trees. So that was a struggle to not be frustrated about, because it was just like, like, why? Like, why someone just did not think this through? And, you know, I, I know that happens because a wedding is sometimes a nightmare to manage, but, um, you know, I tried to be... Uh, I tried to handle it, and then um, a few people came out of the crowd and they came and sat down in the area with the trees to listen to me. And they were like, "We don't know why they had you do that. It's kind of like the dumbest thing we've, <laughs> we've ever seen that you were you were like facing these trees." But um, but yeah, it, that that's that sucked. I did not um, I did not like playing trees. I'd rather play to humans.
2: So oh, did the check cash.
1: Yeah, got. I did get paid pretty well for that one. So overall, you know, if if it's a if it's a hard to bear gig, if you if you can survive, uh, if you get money at the end of the night, that's always a nice consolation prize.
4: But yeah. if the,
1: the best thing is always connecting with people. Like that's the best thing. So even if you get paid, like it is frustrating if you know you're like I just I want to share this with people. I don't want to play to trees. Even if you're paying me, I mean, if you're paying me like you know fifty thousand dollars, okay, I'll play the trees all day. But right. you know, it's not yeah. fifty grand. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. I, I like the answer. It is what it is. You're telling yeah, your frustration, yeah. and it's a wedding, dude. I'm sure, dude. It's all good, brother. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and exactly, it's a wedding. It's like as long as the bride and groom are happy, it's good. Like it's essentially, it doesn't matter because at a wedding, they're not going to be mad. At I mean, they'll be mad if you do bring people. They, you don't want to bring people to a wedding. So that's uh, it's a different kind of gig than the original show. So that was yeah. yeah, but yeah, it was it was a little weird playing yeah. to a forest.
2: Right. Well, one other question before we go, man. Sure thing. Any chance you move back to Maryland?
1: So, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, if you asked me this, I think when I thought about this last year, I probably would have said mm, probably not. But a lot of things changed in California really rapidly, and um, this, I mean, we're we're kind of in a lockdown. Um, there's a lot of places that are not open. The music's literally music is banned in LA County. Um, there's no live music scene. Um, it's it's been extremely difficult to survive out here. So I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to uh, do it. And I don't necessarily, you know, uh, I have been thinking a lot about Maryland. Uh, um, and I would. There's a lot of people that I'd like to play uh, music with um as a band, I'd like to get a band together and I've got some friends there that would be good uh good at doing that. So I've been giving that a little thought. So I can't say I have any direct plans to come back to Maryland, but it's uh it's starting to become more of a reality uh than it was a year ago. Wow,
2: dude. I I sniffed I, I was sniffing this whole interview man and I picked up on some stuff you were saying. Now i was like i gotta ask him this question before we get off the phone <laughs> hey if, if well. it works if it works out and you do come back on the east coast definitely give me a call because i got some ideas and what i'd like to run by
1: you dude absolutely um and and i and i uh hopefully uh if i do come back i'd like to play some shows with my buddy josh Earhart as the Vates and uh with my buddy justin miles um that's that's something that I'm hoping that we'd be able to do I know Justin's been all over the uh, he's been all over the world touring um, with a bunch of different projects with different artists and uh, uh, doing his tap dancing but um, yeah hopefully we could coordinate something and play play a few shows for uh, all my friends back on the East Coast so that would be uh, and I yeah we can definitely brainstorm some uh, some cool things maybe some videos and uh, yeah
2: yeah, man, I definitely I like hit me up. Let me know what up, because I love your energy. Um, you're, you, I, me, we can work with you, man. Trust Okay, me.
1: awesome, right. man. So I would love good, that.
2: That's good stuff, man. But I I, I, I sensed it, man. I had to ask. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, and I
1: do. I miss. I do miss home. Uh, I miss. Um, you know, it just doesn't. There's no home. There's no hometown feeling in, in Los Angeles. It's awesome. It's creative. Um, but it just there's a sense of home and community in, in southern maryland that you just don't get in la it's just too big it's just too big there's just too many people and it, it just cycles out people like you get all these starry-eyed people that come in you know one year and two or three years later they're gone because it's too it's too difficult so i don't, I don't want to leave for that reason i'm gonna stick it out past the three-year mark i think i'm actually right there right now but um if it just isn't a right fit I, i'm gonna probably peace out but um yeah, I like, uh, I like the East Coast, and I miss thunderstorms. We don't get thunderstorms here. I can't believe it. There's only earthquakes, which are terrifying.
0: Well, this, <laughs> this would have been a Super Bowl year for you, because we've had thunderstorms every day for the last three weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man. I miss that so much. Oh, man. Yeah, I miss man. that. I've, yeah, I haven't seen a storm in, like, three years.
2: It keeps me employed, brother. um, that's right (laughs) that's awesome well
0: we really do appreciate all your candid answers and being so upfront with us and uh, letting us just ask you things and you coming right out of the gate and answering them man that's cool
1: dude thanks man I appreciate you guys supporting the music scene the local music scene especially because there's going to be some really strange changes in the music industry in the next few years because of all the shifts from real life to virtual Yeah, and I think it's going to be even more important to have a good, solid foundation that supports the the local music uh, community because it's going to be real easy for everyone's attention to be swept up in you know, once the mainstream, if the mainstream takes over the virtual world, that's really going to be a detriment um, to local musicians that can't compete with you know, their reach because they don't have the budget to like put their video at the top of the list, so um i hope that doesn't happen fully and there's no there's no replacement for live music there isn't it's not the same watching it through a screen it's just not
0: you're right
2: right absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. well yeah man trust me dylan it's we're we're on we're we're on we're seeing something happen before our eyes we just have to react and react the right way
1: yep yep exactly yep well, well. i agree
2: well cool dude but well, we're gonna cut you loose this was awesome Um, I look forward to seeing you on Thursday when the show comes out and your interview's out. I hope you tune in with us. Bring your fans. We'll answer questions while the interview's going. And um, I'll definitely be reaching out to you, man. Um, I got some ideas on some things. I'd love to run by you just to see what you think. That'd
1: be great, man. Let me know what they are. Yeah, send me an email and let's let's, uh, brainstorm. Let's collaborate.
2: Cool. I'm down with that. Alban. before I let him go, you got anything?
0: Nah, I just want to say thanks again for uh, coming back on the show and spending time with us, Dylan. We do appreciate that. And uh, you be good out there and take care of yourself. And, uh, you know, we're always on the East Coast, so just give us a holler, man. All
1: right, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you guys, yeah, watch out for uh, the chunks of road that are missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Big <Yeah>.
2: deal. <laughs> All right, Dylan. From the Guitar Gurus, man We say thank you and have a good night, sir
1: Alright, see you guys Alright, All right, man, buddy. peace Peace
0: oh there he goes, man Coast to coast call, man It's been a while since we had one of those Right, it's been a couple minutes It's man. awesome That's good stuff, dude um,
2: Wow, dude, what a show Come back to, it, man Yeah, yeah We're hitting out the right marks,
0: right timings That's right it's good, man. Yeah, we got a we got a we got a rhythm, We got a groove. Yeah. I <laughs> dig it. That was cool, man.
2: Really awesome interview with Dylan. Yep. Um, look forward to everybody on Thursday night, man. It's going to be cool. It'll be real cool. Oh, dude, next week. It's going to be awesome. Like I said earlier in the show, we got Justin Taylor coming on the program again yeah. for his eight thousandth time. But it's Justin. It's and that's cool. okay. It's Justin. It's cool, dude. He once did an interview in the, in the parking lot of Martinis.
0: That's right. So
2: you got Clark Blanche here just because of that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, dig it. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to have him on. This gonna be fun. I'm going to grill him about a couple things. Yeah. I've already got my questions ready that's cool you
2: know i got some i bought some pickups from him he sent me some pickups in the mail man Oh, nice. pickup i'll bring that up too so i look forward to that yeah
0: it was a history you know it's cool man
2: but, <laughs> hey i'm gonna give a shout out to the sponsors then we'll get out of here what do you think man I, i'm spent i'm ready to go it's been a night
0: yeah i'm not gonna lie i'm exhausted man all right
2: cool so shout out southern maryland chronicle david higgins everybody there making it happen he comes on the show every week for Hickey on the beat, but he also promotes our show on the Chronicles website. Love having Mr. Higgins and the Southern Maryland Chronicle part of the show. Then we have Island Music Company that does the guitar of the week every week. And every so often we have their employees on the show talking about everything Island and everything in the scene. Speaking of that, I gotta get Jack to come back on the show soon. Get yeah. him cranking again. See what's up in his world. Yeah, we'll get him back. Right. Uh, so that's Island Music Company. Love having them part of the show. Um, then we have um, Sean Kirkpatrick. Um, he is the trilogy band. He is the only surviving member. Um, wow. Begging to get other people to, to get some work in. So hit him up. Sean Kirkpatrick. Sean in 60 seconds. Wow. Wow. Um, then we got um, Allied Renovations. Um Christopher Lane Tattoos and Cooper Construction. That's right. Cooper Construction just re-upped. We're going to be doing a new commercial for them very soon. But Look forward to that. Love Brian and all of them there supporting us. It's storm season. Yeah. Uh, you need anything done, give Brian and Cooper Construction a call. Yeah. So and is,
0: reach out Reach out to us if for uh, any sponsorship opportunities. Man. Well, yeah, we're, we're fishing again. Let's promote some
2: businesses, man. Why not? Let's work together. That's it. But, yeah, that's episode 83 this week, man. We'll call it the hurricane episode. <laughs> the, not the easy
0: uses or whatever. Uh, yeah. No, the hurricane you episode. You don't want to mess with yeah. that one, do you? No,
2: nope, but, dude, if we get two more storms, the next, that that storm will be Hurricane Kyle. Oh, Cow.
0: Oh, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, so can't wait for Hurricane Cow. No, it's going to come. Don't worry. Right. This year we'll probably have 15 hurricanes. Right. Wow, dude. But, yeah, dude, let us show tonight. That's awesome, man. Right. And we're right at our time. Perfect. Cool. You got anything else before we go? I'm, I'm good to go, man. We're, we're going to we're gonna see you all next week on episode 84. Right, man. It's been cool,
2: man. And uh, it's good seeing you back here again, man.
0: Yeah, it's good to be back here.
2: Yeah. Cool. Well, dude, let's get out of here for real. All right? Yep. Cool. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We're Southern Maryland's number one choice for Music Talk Radio. And we will see you guys next week.